episode 109. We have uh, probably the cleanest name of all time, Abby <laughs> Shampoo. Uh, Abby, thank you very much for coming on today. I appreciate your time. Thank you for having me. I'm yeah. excited. I know I'm it's a little nerve-wracking, <laughs> but it, you'll be all right. We'll all yeah, be all right. Yeah. Um, but I thought this would be really cool to have you on because I just had uh, my Palestinian friend on. And he spoke on some some things from that perspective. And he's a realist, so it was pretty, you know, based for the most part. He's not a crazy person, so that was really interesting. And I've done it before, but I've never had someone that's like has, like, Jewish ties or someone that has, like, a, from Israel, of course. I've never had someone from Israel. Um, <laughs> but, like, I don't know any, I don't know any people. But um, I thought, you know, at least you, you just went for your birthright. You got, you know, your family seems pretty, like, interested and invested in that side of, like, your, I guess, religion and um, your history. So I thought, why not have Abby Shampoo on now of all times? Why not? So thank you very much. But first, I want to talk about some fun things. How was your birthright <laughs> um, Birthright was amazing. So I'll give a little background for anyone that doesn't know what birthright is. Perfect. Perfect. So birthright is essentially, okay, so it's founded by a bunch of rich uh, Israeli men, uh, people, whatever. Um, It's like a foundation, uh, philanthropists, um, they donate money um, for Jewish people of age. So the age group is 18 to 26, I think. Um, Jewish people in that age group can go to Israel for 10 days for free, which sounds fake. It sounds like there would be a catch, but there's really not. Um, so I went to Israel for free for 10 days, um, at the end of June and I went with my cousin and one of my best friends from Hebrew school growing up. So it was really fun. Um, Met a lot of people, got to see a lot of cool things, um, and Israel's a tiny country. It's the size of New Jersey, which right. I know you mentioned in the last podcast. I did. Um, but some people will only have seen this one. So, yeah. Which okay. I suggest yeah. going and watch both. So that's, Yeah. Uh, no, but... I would suggest it too. Malik's was really good. He's very well-spoken, just for the record. Anyway, um, yeah, so Israel's a small country, um, so... We got to see basically the whole country in 10 days, um, which was really cool. And, you know, I got to see a lot of things that I learned about growing up in Hebrew school. Um, You know, just kind of felt connected to my religion in a different way. Um, And, yeah. That's a very common, um, I think, takeaway for people when they do that. Even people that aren't, like, fully... Like, oh, I'm going the day I turn 18. Like, this is my whole life. People that just go, and then they come back, and they're like, wow, like I'm, I'm much more connected yeah, now sure. than I was 11 days ago. Right. Um, I, I guess I'll just ask you a very basic question. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a big fan of these questions the more I do podcasts because I find myself asking them all the time. But what was your favorite part <laughs> of your trip? Um, so... When we were in Jerusalem, we were in Jerusalem for the longest out of um, any other place of the trip because Jerusalem's the Holy Land. So, you know, we spent a lot of time there. Um, so we did this, acti- it was kind of like an activity, um, kind of like a f- more of a formal activity, I guess you could call it. Um, and our group leaders were basically like, so we were at the Western Wall. We were like at the, 
I can't remember the name of the exact place, but we were at a really holy spot of the Western Wall um, facing one of the temples. It's bad that I don't remember this. But it's okay. No, it's again, fine. It There's was a, a very, lot of like... We were in a very holy spot, um, and they were like, if you want to have another like bar bat mitzvah, um, we're going to be doing like ceremonies. So it was basically like you could go and have like a five minute ceremony and become a bar bat mitzvah again at this uh. holy spot. Um, and I wasn't planning on doing it at first because I didn't really feel the need to. Um, and then we got there and then a few of my friends from the trip were doing it and they kind of were just talking about, you know, what being Jewish meant to them, um, what growing up Jewish was like for them and like just their experience in general. Um, and it was really a lot more, um, like, I didn't think it was going to be like that. Like it, was, it was really moving. Could you, like, connect to it? Is that why you feel like? Yeah, for sure. What so, were some, like, common sentiments um, of, like, some of these people speaking? Or some of the things that you felt like? I think the main um, common commonality between all of us was that growing up Jewish, you never feel like you're ever around other Jewish people. So, like, for example, like, growing up in Melrose, where I'm from, um... Our temple's really small in Melrose. It's the size of like a small house. Mm. Um, we do have a we have a good congregation. Like we have a good amount of members. Um, but like in my grade, for example, there was two of us who were like fully Jewish. So I was the only girl in my grade who had a bar mitzvah. Interesting. And then there was one boy who had a bar mitzvah, and we were obviously um, friends in Hebrew school. We were at the same temple. Um, so that was weird. I, like, thought that was normal growing up my whole life. And then, obviously, like, now that I've gotten older, I'm, like, there's obviously, you know, places in in the country that are a lot more Jewish, that yeah. have a lot more, um, like, my cousin, for example, who's from Brooklyn, um, has a much larger congregation and had a lot more Jewish people um, in her grade at public school. Mm-hmm. Um where am I going with this? I'm sorry. Some of the people Getting that, really like, off track. The, the, some of the people um, you went on the trip with had, like, a similar yeah, so, experience. Yeah, so a lot of people were saying that, you know, it was weird growing up without many other Jewish people, and then coming to Israel where you're only around Jewish people is, yeah. like, a really... It's a huge, like, transition, but in a good way. Um and I talked about that too when I, I ended up going up and doing the ceremony. The, That's the cool. Ceremony. So you ended up, so you ended up so doing it because, too, because you yeah. saw all of them talking? Yeah. That's really, really cool. Yeah, so it so. did, was that like, that was like the, the highlight or one of the highlights, I um, guess? I'd say like that was the, that was the moment where I felt the most connected to right. everyone on my trip and like felt the most connected to the country. Um, and the religion, obviously. So that was a moment that definitely stood out to me. So this is interesting. So you, very like beforehand like even like the day prior there's definitely like less of like uh i guess patriotism is the wrong word but like there's less of like that connection that you feel like you feel much more ingrained in like your culture having been there Mm -hmm. and it's so recent like you said what june yeah i went end of june beginning of july so that's a couple months ago yeah so like you really in your lifetime, like, you'll maybe go back or, you know, whatever. But that was, like, 
this is probably as connected as you could possibly be to to Israel. So what is like the initial reaction to when something like what happened on, on October seventh? Like what is that like much more amplified because you had just been there? Like what is your initial reactions? What's up with that? Um, so my first reaction when the attack happened, um, was just thinking about the fact that we were just there and thinking about the fact that that could have happened at any time. So like we could have been there when the attack happened and it, you know, happened, you know, partly at a music festival. So like just people going about their lives at a music festival and then there's these attacks from Gaza, um, we were actually, when we were in Tel Aviv, there was a terrorist attack the day we were in Tel Aviv. Really? Yeah. Um, but it was like a small scale one, I guess. Was it Hamas? Was it like Hamas? No, I'm not 100% sure. I don't want to say anything, any wrong information. Yeah, wrong, but right. um, it wasn't anything major, which, you know, it's it's sad because that is so like frequent in mm-hmm. this in that part of the world. Not just in Israel, but, you know... Um, it was, we heard about it, and then I got texts from, like, my parents and everything being like, oh, my God, like, are you okay? Like, we just heard about this attack in Tel Aviv, and I was like, yeah, we're fine. We're at the beach. Like, <laughs> it's, it's too, it was like, it was like half a mile away from us. We were like, oh, yeah, wow. we're good. Like, it's not near us. That's so close. Yeah. So then, obviously, when this happens, much larger scale, I'm like... You know, I was just there. Like it's right. it's weird to think about. Um, Especially know. like a music festival. Like not yeah. saying that like you would have definitely been, right. but like that's that's something that's people of our age exactly. would be yeah. at. You know, yeah. so it's it's definitely like mm-hmm. definitely scary. Because yeah. like how what was like the even like the death total was like thousand. Um, I think seventeen hundred. Wow. And like two two hundred two fifty hostages, something like that. Mm. So, mm. which and is I, the most? It was the most. Um, I don't know if it was 1,700 in one day, or I think that's the total, total death to count now. currently. I, but, yeah, I don't know. Um, it was the most deaths of Jewish people, like, in a day since the Holocaust. Wow. Which so is that like, also was a fact that I was like, whoa. Yeah. Like, that's... Which also, which is, like, a big part of, I think, the, uh, the disconnect between even just, like, not just, like, Palestinians and, like, Israeli people, but, like, just the disconnect between like, Jewish people in the world, like, you know, there's definitely, I think there's been maybe a slight more of, like, awareness of, like, understanding of just all people in general. It's, like, if people, people have different histories and different, you know, you have to be very aware of what someone's history is, or at least, like, have in the back of your mind, because you don't want to, you know, there's a lot of trauma built into, like, some people, like, Mm -hmm. the Holocaust was not that long ago. Like, right. it really wasn't. Like, yeah, I think there's a perception that it was. Yeah, like, it feels like it's, like, you know, like you think of it as you, just history. Right, exactly. It was less than 100 years ago. Right, like yeah. Seven, what was it, 80 years ago? I it was know. 1940s. So. so, about, yeah, yeah like 80-ish 80. years ago, which yeah. is just, like, you know, like, it's, like, we have our, like, grandparents are, like, part of that. They, yeah. were, they were alive, which is, yeah, like, Yeah, like, there's crazy. still Holocaust survivors who oh are my alive God. today. Which is crazy. Yeah. That was, like, the craziest thing. Uh-huh. And I think, and throughout all of history, like, with Jewish people, like, always, like, kicked out of countries, and mm-hmm. there's, like, a massive history. I'm not too educated on that. Do you know any more than I do? God, it's so complicated. Um, 
we we did learn more about it when we were in Israel. Um, mm. I also was trying to do some research before I came here because I was like, I need to know what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> mainly just Europe. I mean, yeah. so, like, and if you're talk, talking, like, long history ago, like, ancest, ancestry-wise, yeah. or whatever the right word is, um, like, Jewish people were settled in Israel for, like, a time period, and then, you know, there's been turnover. Yeah. And, like, that's why there's, like, you know, the discussion about, like, whose land is it rightfully, because there's, people have lived there, like... If you just keep, you could just keep going back. Right. It it changes Um, hands all the time, so it's like, who's... Yeah, and, like, yeah, Jewish people have never really had, like, their own land, I guess, which is why, um, you know, settling in Israel and, like, you know, Israel becoming deemed, like, a Jewish state, Mm -hmm. um, like, they're very protective of it, obviously. Yeah. Um, I was going to say something else about birthright, back to the Holocaust point. Um, We had, like, a day – sorry, I'm kind of going back backwards. But – we had this day where we did a, like a bunch of activities and stuff, um, like in our hotel, and we had a debate of some sort. Um, our group leader was officiating it and just asking questions, and then we would go on either side of the room to signify like what we thought was you know whatever. Um, and one of the questions was, "Do you think that another Holocaust could ever happen?" like, to Jewish people, mm. and, you know, obviously the room was pretty split between, like, yes and no, um, and people were saying, no, that could never happen again, like, the Holocaust was a very unique, um, event in history, um, even if something else similar did happen, it wouldn't be the same, and then, you know, people on the other side were saying, well, how, you can never say never, like, you never know right. what's gonna happen, like, Jewish people have sort of been persecuted all throughout history um who's to say that it's gonna stop now so that was interesting like i was thinking about that recently throughout you know um what's been going on because it's just an interesting thing to think about yeah like you really never you never know and um yeah it's scary yeah that's uh it's like the whole idea of like it's it's as like a jewish people it's like there's never been like accepted anywhere yeah like even like and now today in like american culture like there's even that same like things arise i mean obviously not that uh like a guy like kanye west is the speaker of the house or something like that but like there's people that are like that that exists right like it in it definitely in a world where you're the minority like jewish people there's not like, there's not that many. As you were saying, like, in Melrose, there's mm-hmm. two of you and you're great. Yeah. It's definitely not like the Christians here. You yeah. know, like, for me, there were so many people that had the same religion as me that I almost, like, just didn't even care about it. Because I was like, all right, well, everyone else, like, it doesn't matter. I'm just mm-hmm. one of a million fish within, like, the, you know, the school. Right. Whereas, like, for you, it might take more of, like, a precedent. Like, all right, well, I, it's only me here. So I have to mm-hmm. figure, I have to, I have to, like, be at my, at Hebrew school. I need to, like, you know, yeah. be part of... This. I need to make sure I like the birthright trip needs needs yeah. to be something that is on my list. Like whenever you can do that, but mm-hmm. there's that feeling of like persecutions. Like they're not. It's like this lack of acceptance mm-hmm. that 
I think is a very triggering thing, especially people that are like are older than us, like have especially people even older older that like had been around for like a holocaust fallout even and just more things in general that like oh here we go again like my people aren't aren't being treated fairly again mm-hmm. so what's changed you know yeah. and i think it's that's where a lot of the sensitivity lies yeah and i don't think people are very aware of it mostly because yeah. jewish people are white <laughs> like no and, yeah. and that's, that's a good point it's it's hard because then you can't really distinguish you know, whereas, like, you know, Islamophobia is easy to, like, understand and identify. Because, like, right. these people are Islamic. Like, it's, yeah. like, obviously, you know, if someone's, like, racist towards, like, black people, like, it's very obvious. Like, they're they're black. They're not. Like, like there's a physical, you Yes, know. exactly. That's a good point, actually. Um, yeah, because, like, a lot of Jewish people, especially Jewish Americans, are not, like, ethnically Israeli. Like, I'm not israeli right my family's from western europe well my mom's family's from western europe and then my dad's family's a different story but um kind of all over the place yeah um and like you know poland russia like lithuania like Mm. places where you know historically jews did come from before the holocaust right um but yeah like i'm not i don't think i look jewish like you can't tell i mean i have like a I have a necklace, but, like... Yeah, I still... <laughs> that's could, I, not, like, like, I wouldn't, like... I don't know all my yeah. symbols and things, so it's, like, yeah. still, like... And I think that plays a, a part of it of, like... I don't know. It's not obvious. You yeah. know, like, the person... Like, like the difference between, like, a Jewish person and, like, I'm, someone that's just not Jewish. Like, yeah. a Christ, Christians aren't, like, persecuted in this... Yeah. I do time. think part of what you're saying can be a... Pri- I mean, it is a privilege because, again, like you know, it's, it's not a privilege to be persecuted against, like, for, like, an obvious reason, you know what I mean, like, I, like, I am lucky that I live in a part of the world where I live, um, obviously what's going on is really heartbreaking and scary, but I do have a level of privilege that a lot of people in other parts of the world don't have, yeah, um, which I also just want to, I want to, um, acknowledge acknowledge that yeah. um like it, it yeah. just not being there like you know especially yeah. for someone like my friend malik like he if he wasn't here he'd be there like yeah. that's like the thing like you probably wouldn't i mean well maybe like be living like in israel like yeah. but like you know your family's not necessarily right and like he there. said he has family there which i i feel so horrible that's really scary for him um yeah i don't have family in israel so right. it's i don't have that same level of like you know not like directly, but it is like right. your people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so that there is still like not to downplay like no, your, yeah, for your, sure. your connection with the space. But then and then here it's like you can you can camouflage, so like you can blend in. Like if yeah. you if you need like if you if you knew like a hail mary and then just said hail mary to someone, like they just think you were a Christian, like like that, like you know, like right. I, it's it'd be kind of hard for Malik to like blend in, to like you know, yeah. like I mean. Obviously, you can be whatever religion you want to be, but like people will just think of you a certain way just by looking at you. Yeah, it's like a, crazy. it's just a implicit bias yeah, that impl- everyone has, which is crazy. Yeah. So it's uh, but it's just the way like people, some people like are raised, you know. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so you've obviously it's like a shocking thing. It's definitely that feeling of like I was just there. Mm-hmm. Um, like I know with the Boston bombing when that happened, my sister was the street over. So like you know that's like a mad dash to figure out like oh like are, is she okay like you're point five miles away from like a terrorist attack and mentality, mm. it's just like there's some fragility 
of life that I feel like you grow a greater appreciation for when things like this happen. Like, you start to remember, I remember, like, oh, yeah, Kaylee, my sister, who's, like, a street over. That could have been, you know, like, that would have changed everything. Right. And, um, you know, these poor people, like, innocent people. This is that, this is what really bugs me. Like, they're mm. very innocent. And, like, not that people that serve in the military, like, dying in battle aren't innocent, too. Like, you know, if you, if you die in, in the military, it's like, but at least, like, they signed up for it. Like, in a way, like, I'm putting my life on the line for this cause, like, whatever. But if, like, a civilian dies, it's like... Yeah, you didn't sign up for that. They didn't sign up for that, yeah. you know? That's not what was, you know, that wasn't part of the deal. And then, yeah. like, on both sides, like, so many people just die. And it's mostly children. That's, not mostly, but... Like, I the actually, fact that any children... Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, like, so many children, which is just horrible because, obviously... They probably have no idea what's even going on in the first place, um, and then they're just dead. For yeah. No re- like for I mean, there's a reason, obviously, but like them, in like specifically, like why? Like yeah. they didn't do anything. They're right. just living. Right. Right. So and then, yeah, um, like because the, there's like now it's it's a matter of but then this is i feel like the first time in in history of like this and not in first in history in the recent history usually it's like someone in hamas or like just maybe terror groups within like like the palestinian like side of things will like incite violence in like a smaller much smaller than what we're seeing with this most recent thing Throughout history, it's usually been like, all right, something happens, Palestinians kind of get fed up with whatever, mm-hmm. then they attack, and then they're countered, and then, you know, Israel has all the backing, and they're much more, at this point, like, much more powerful than Palestinian people. So it usually gets resolved. Yeah. This is, like, a little different, especially if on the Israeli side. It's like, oh, my God, like, we just lost a 1,000-plus people. That's never yeah. happened before, yeah. which I didn't know until my friend Malik was telling me about that. But, um... I don't know how much, how involved you were. Like, when was there, like, a recent, out, like, attack of some sort? Or, like, uh, like 2021, wasn't there, like, a, what happened in Palestine in 2021? Or Israel-Palestine? Something happened between, like, you know. Something t- did happen. Tensions rise, yeah. like, all the time. Yeah, no, I, I read about this, too. I forget exactly what happened. But this I, is, yeah, the, I don't, I don't think this one people will forget. I feel like this one's a different one. Yeah. And this could result in, like, many other, like, I guess, fights breaking out. Or, like, yeah. a war. Like, a more grand scale. Like, more more countries. I think... More people. Yeah. I think, like, the attack, you know, on, on Israel from Gaza um, was sort of like a wake-up call, almost, because I don't think anyone realized that it would be to that large of an extent. Yeah. Like, that many people killed. Um mm-hmm. And then, obviously, the retaliations are just horrible. Yeah. Um, and now there's, you know, there's a whole war starting. Um, Israel just invaded Gaza on the ground. Like, everything's just progressing at a really, really uh, fast rate. Yeah. So, Which um, is interesting, because Malik was saying on the last one, he was like, yeah, I, he was like, they're probably going to invade. He's like, they say they're not yeah. going to invade, but they're going to invade. Yeah. And, like, and they invaded, like, yesterday or two days ago like i'm not too sure but i remember i think it was within the last couple days yeah my Um, days blend yeah true but they yeah and it's but it i mean like at that point it's like what's a a valid retaliation 
is a hard thing to like mm-hmm. measure. Right. Because first of all, it's like a different part of the world. Mm-hmm. Like it's not the Western world. Like you know, there it's like Israel is like democratic. That's why like you know we have a lot of like like uh, U.S. backing. Like there's like you know they share a lot of our like governmental like the political views mm-hmm. in a way. But it's a different part of the world, and, like, it's, like, almost, like, a different time period. Like, yeah. you know, being in that area. So it's, like, what is a proper retaliation? Right. It's hard to really say. Yeah. But just any world where, like, you know, c- civilians die is just crazy. Right. Because then in the first place, it's, like, yeah, like, it's a terrorist attack to drop in and do all that in the first place. But then Malik brought up a good point with me. He was, like... You know, a lot of these people, you know, first of all, crazy upbringing. Like, maybe they are born in 2000, and then in 2001, 8, 12, 20, and, you know, today they, they experience five wars, and it's mm-hmm. always against, like, Israel. Yeah. And so. they're born in that, like, environment, and, like, maybe, like, a brother dies, and, like, you know, their parents are, like, radical. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's not that far-fetched to believe that they might fall into this group yeah you know yeah um this is similar to what i was gonna something i was gonna say actually um another activity again going back to birthright sorry Um, we did another activity um which was we had a um a, a guy come in and he gave us like a geopolitical lecture on the history and the conflict of israel and palestine um and he asked us a question at one point because we actually had um, we had eight Israeli soldiers join our group for half the trip, oh, so okay. that was interesting. Um, uh, why? Just because? I mean, if I'm being honest, yeah. propaganda. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be honest. Um, that make, that... A lot of birthright, which I can get into a little bit more if you want. Um, yeah. A lot of it is propaganda. I mean, it it, um, it kind of it makes sense. Like, I feel yeah. like if, if I'm Israel, like I'm like really, it's, it's, I'm they, putting it all out there. Yeah, <laughs> they they want they bring Jewish American people to Israel for free, um, right? Because they want them to you know spread the faith and yeah, you know whatever. it makes sense. It makes yeah. sense. It's, it's um, funny, but it makes sense. So anyway, yeah, they they had eight Israeli soldiers. Um, Join our group for five days, which was really cool, um, despite the propaganda. Um, and during this geopolitical lecture, this lecturer asks us, he said, okay, um, American people, raise your hand and tell me the first political event you remember from your lifetime. And we all said Barack Obama's election, because we were like seven, eight years True. old during yeah. that. Yep. Um, and then he's like, okay, Israeli folks, raise your hand. Uh, what was the first political or, like, any type of conflict you remember in your life? And all of them were saying, like, some type of war. And they all had different wars, right. different conflicts um, as their answer. And then, you know, that was his point. He was basically like, "That's that just goes to show that there's just constant conflict going on in this part of the world. Um and that was that was pretty eye opening to hear that. Um, so that went back. To, that goes back to your point yeah. of like just there's so much conflict and like there's so many, so many things going on that you know over over here we're not always even aware of what's mm-hmm. going on. Um, so yeah. And like the people that that's why it's so different for the people that live there 
like actually like on the ground living in these areas because you know it's right in front of you whereas but this is an interesting part about why i like having you and malik who both live here Mm -hmm. um obviously different backgrounds but the perspective to me is uh, a little less there's less like bias involved there's less um emotion tied to it there still is which is what makes it an opinion what makes it perspective like that's mm-hmm. the whole point of what makes it interesting mm-hmm. but still it's not like you're so shrouded in the times and so shrouded in the conflict it's not like you had like a missile fly over your head like right. this doesn't happen here so you have this sort of clarity from being over here and being able to just kind of look it's like you know who can describe a car crash better like the person driving or the stamp or the nearby like True. person and it's um so that's part of the interesting part. And plus, you just going on the trip sounds a little different than what I had envisioned this being. Like there's mm-hmm. like activities involved and like every day. Er- so constantly. Is it like they they literally made us do stuff twenty four seven? I we did slept, not think we that. slept like on average five hours a night. What? So my cousin who I went on the trip with, she she kind of has a funny theory. Um, I hope she doesn't care that I'm saying this. But she had a funny theory that they, like, don't let us sleep, like, that much because they want us to be tired all the time and, like, the propaganda will work better if we're tired Interesting, all the time. interesting. No, that, um, that, that was That was a joke pretty that, much, but, but that's, that was her theory. Um, or at least make you just feel like, oh, like, I did so much. Like, <laughs> you know, you're just yeah. tired. No, so you have to we wake were, up, like, at certain times and stuff like that? We would wake up um, at, like, 7 or 8 every day, pretty early. Wow. So it's um, not necessarily, like, a relaxing vacation. No, it's, like, you're, like, there. Not at all. You're there to learn. Oh, my gosh. I did not relax <laughs> for, like, a minute at all on that Really? Trip. No. This is breaking news. <laughs> I thought that you'd go... You, like, had like maybe, like, four to five things. Like, a couple activities make sense, you know, whatever. Yeah. But, I, I mean, I spe- I just thought that since there was so many people going and, like, you kind of go at a random time in your life, you kind of pick. I didn't know they, like, had all this set up for you. Oh, my God. It's it's set up to a T. Like, wow. every every hour of your day is blocked off to do something. Wow. Um, And, again, I'm so grateful for it. I'm not going to – I don't want to sound like I'm complaining. No, yeah. Um, Just I love the experience. It was exhausting. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it was not a vacation at all. And, like, you know, I had friends on the trip who would say, like, we need a vacation after this trip. Like, (laughs) we need another vacation. It makes sense. You kind of do. this isn't a vacation at all. Um, Yeah, we – constantly doing activities um you know going on lots of hikes doing a lot of outdoorsy stuff Mm. um we went atving we went swimming in the dead sea um we were always traveling around like whether it was on a bus or like you know going from place to place um went to the western wall a couple times which is the holy the holy spot in jerusalem um we what else did we do we did a lot. I mean, it sounds like a lot. It was amazing. Again, not complaining. Um, I loved every minute of it. Just jammed up. It was jam-packed. Um, Some people like trips like that. Yeah, I did me, like it. Me? I'd freak out. Uh, I Yeah, well, I loved it, but I also, like, I, I had a slight mental breakdown at the end of the trip. Right. I was like, I'm so tired. Like, <laughs> this is so much socializing. Because we're also, you're in a group it's of 40-plus people 24-7. Oh, there no, was, no. Um, 
There was 40 of us, and then the eight Israelis. So I think there was close to 50 of us. So these are like in, in the the military is like their countrymen. So like these are like people that are like... They were like our age, and they were in the IDF. That is so funny. Wow. And it's like, is this not like a draft? Like, you have to enlist. You have to. Yeah. Not draft. You have to enlist. Yeah, you have to enlist. Mm. Um, so, yeah, they were... They were uh, they were they were there. To I know that's a point us. of upheaval. Uh, I know like that was uh, maybe not now. They you know usually in times of crisis is when people are like, oh, I'll sign up. Like you know mm-hmm. like especially especially in the U.S. people people love to do that shit. Like if like we have like a conflict, like you just watch how many guys just drop what they're doing. They're like, you know what? I'll I'll do it. Guys, yeah. Guys, I probably shouldn't. Um, <laughs> like, it's like, don't put an AK in this guy's hand, please. Yeah. Um, but then I feel like I know over there there was like a like a good percentage of the population was like, I don't want to be forced to enlist. And then I, I wonder if this kind of – this uh, tragedy is kind of – kind of like put that on the back burner. Yeah. Um, I don't know. But I just remember like I think a big point that – needs to be made is like Hamas is not Palestinian people the Palestinian people and like my friend Malik like he's just he's just Malik like Mm -hmm. he works for Raytheon he works for Suffolk like he's just like you know and then and then yeah and even he's not like the Palestinian people because he's so separate over here in like America like he was saying he brought someone to like a restaurant over there, and it was like, and they had like these motion sensor oh, yeah, things, yeah. Him say and that. he was like, yeah. and he, and it's just a different world, it's like a right, completely different world, especially right. for his, for his family. And then like you're not like here, like as like a representative of like Jewish people everywhere. Yeah, it's no, like I'm you're not just gonna be like join the idea. Yeah, no, it's just no. like an experience, you know. <laughs> yeah. And I think you just having done, like you know, done your ten days is like mm. the coolest thing. Like, what else did you really have to do? I said you went like on the like the beach and all that. But was there, was there like things that like you needed to do, in terms of like like things that we had to do as a group? Yeah. Yeah. So we, it wasn't like they gave us options of activities to do. Oh, okay. It was like you're doing this. Like you're getting up at eight a.m. <laughs> like every day we had a very rigid schedule. Okay. So they'd be like, okay, everyone get up. We had a group me, like a a WhatsApp, not group me. Okay. Um, So they'd text us every night, be like, this is the schedule tomorrow morning. You're getting up at 8 a.m. You're going to be at breakfast at 8.30. We're going on the bus at 9. We're taking the bus to the Dead Sea or whatever else we were doing. Mm -hmm. Um, And obviously, like, once we were in a certain place, we sometimes had free time to, you know, (laughs) go shopping or, like, go get – we usually um, had, like, lunch kind of carved out to like that's nice. get lunch with our friends for would like you go hour. with friends or would you sometimes just want yeah, to be by yourself I was, with people to, I was with people the whole time see that I was never alone that that i could never well, ever yeah ever ever do i need those lunch periods i'd be so far gone from everybody else like i don't know how safe you'd feel like in a country that you're not yeah from like i, I wouldn't even was, feel safe in a city i'm not from yeah. <laughs> like doing that but like no, I was with people constantly. Um, and again, I loved it, but did have a slight mental breakdown at one point because I was just so overwhelmed. Um, and then, of course, you know, you're learning so much, um, so much physical activity. 
Um, just a lot of like we had to do a lot of like critical thinking whenever we did those types of activities that I was explaining to you. Like, mm-hmm. You know. Um, even in just like social like a lot of socializing and it was all new people from all around america yeah um you know people from california people from texas people from obviously the northeast um did you make friends on the trip yeah 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 we were do you keep in touch yeah we do which is really nice um it was very nice like everyone was super tight-knit um i loved everyone on my trip we were in the older group so there's two age groups of birthright um 18 to 21 and then 22 to 26 didn't they have to so, like extend it because yeah. of covid mm-hmm. like the age range it used to be um only 18 to 24 was the age range and now it's to 26 because the the 26 year olds mm-hmm. would have maybe gone when they were 23 24 couldn't because of covid um so they they extended that age group to make up for that um it's a lot more money <laughs> that right. they're paying, especially right. if that stays. Yeah. Like the birthright, how much do you think that costs? It's a lot of money. I don't know exactly. Um, but they're just like yep, millions know, of bank. dollars for sure. Yeah. Because I've, literally your whole trip is paid for. Flight, stay, food. And there's so you many just, people. All we'd spend money on was spending money, like going out, shopping. Right, right, right. Know. So you, the food was even... How was the food? Two meals a day. So we would get lunch. Um, we would buy lunch. Like What do they got for food? Um, You know, like Mediterranean, Middle Eastern cuisine. Mm. Um, a lot of shawarma, if you've heard of that. I have heard of shawarma. Yeah, it was really good. Shawarma. shawarma was good. Um, a lot of falafel. Falafel. Yeah, a lot of hummus, a lot of pita. A lot of fun names. Cucumber, tomato. Cucumber, tomato salad is a huge breakfast thing in his really is interesting Mm-mm. so the two meals a day that were paid for by uh by the trip were um through the places we were staying so they were those hotels and food. so they pay for the for the <laughs> hotel the food the flight mm. the activities yep. whoever's running the thing they pay their salary yep. obviously yep. like your little group but yeah. with the coordination you have to pay the bus driver pay the bus driver yeah oof that's so crazy. But our, our group leaders, um, they volunteer. you don't get paid to go on birthright. You It's a volunteer position, but like your trip is also paid for. Okay. So that's why it's kind of just like, okay. it kind of balances itself out, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the food was good. That's Hotel cool. food was not great. It was hotel food. Yeah, well, that makes sense. But, but like when you got to go like, it was know, Yeah, that was really good. To somewhere like authentic. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Have you been to anywhere else like in like Europe? Not in the Middle East, no. I've Europe? been to Europe. I've been to Italy, Greece. I assume probably not in the Middle East. Um, I actually went to Spain. So I got home from Israel and then I went to Barcelona 10 days later with my family. That's cool. <laughs> um, so I've been to Spain, Italy, Greece. Whoa, whoa, um, whoa, whoa. And then I've been to central america but that's you should just knock out all the mediterranean at this point just try to hit you know like i don't know egypt like (laughs) just try to egypt would be so cool egypt would be really really cool yeah one of my group leaders in birthright uh had been to egypt really it was really cool wow i'd like to say the pyramids like i feel like it's kind of yeah it's kind of corny but it's no, like, it does seem really like in person. I feel like it'd be like, whoa. Yeah, like, this I mean, is it. and that's definitely was there was, was I mean, obviously, because the pyramids are like huge. So that's probably like the big thing with that. But like you get to see like a religious side, like, like you said, the West Wall. Mm-hmm. Like, was that like a little bit of, like something that you had seen like your whole childhood? And you're just like, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, guys, <laughs> I was actually I was going to bring that up. Um, 
Did you guys see it? <laughs> yeah. So I was I was in Hebrew school from first grade to seventh grade, and then I had a bar mitzvah, and then that was over. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we learned a lot about um, like the landscape of Israel and like the monuments that are there and stuff. And we learned a lot about the Western Wall, um, like in elementary school. And um, it's called the Wailing Wall. That's like its other name. Because you go there and you pray. It's, you know, very holy. Um, and one a cool thing about the Western Wall is that there's notes jammed in the wall. So if you're there and you look really close up to, like, the cracks of the wall, mm-hmm. um, there's, like, thousands of notes. Like people that just So people write them. notes and then, like, you know, they crumple up the paper, they fold up the paper and stick it in the wall. And that's, like... You're supposed to write, like, you know, a prayer or, like, a hope or a dream you have for really? for life. Like, it's pretty did open-ended. You? I did, yeah. That's so cool. Um, That's and cool. I actually learned this in Israel, but I guess they burn the paper into the wall every night. So there's room for more paper that makes every sense. day. Because otherwise, I was going to say, it probably jammed right. up. Right. So paper. I learned, we learned about that a lot in Hebrew school growing up, just like the the concept of the notes at the Western Wall. I bet wall. you had to do like fake ones in school. Oh, yeah. It's like, 100%. all right, write your If we were, <laughs> the, if we were at the Western They get this wall. little fake one, they're like, listen, guys, like, let's just imagine we were at the yeah. Western Wall. Here's your index card. Mm-hmm. <laughs> write oh, down 100%. your that was wish. Activity. And I think they call it the Wailing Wall also the wailing because wall. people like, like they're so yep. overwhelmed with like gratitude yeah or like, you know did you um, feel that overwhelmed i feel like I, i'm trying to think of like anything in the world that could possibly make me feel that like to the point of like i'm like oh my god like yeah. i don't know if anything could make me feel that way um i think it was definitely a moment where i was like wow like i've learned about this so much like surreal. Up, and now i'm here mm-hmm. yeah it was kind of surreal um the issue, not the issue, but the thing with the Western Wall is that the there's two sides. So there's the men's side and the women's side. Oh. They're separated. Really? Yeah. Didn't know that. <laughs> Did not so, know that. So the men are, their side is much bigger. <laughs> like significantly. <laughs> yeah. So, um, uh. so getting there, like. My, me and my girlies were there. We're like, guys, this is bullshit. Like, what is this? We're like, why do the men get 75% of the ground space and the women get, like, you uh, know, very little space compared to the men? That's um, cool. Obviously, that's, like, a historic thing. Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's, like just, it's just um, funny, like, you know. Yeah. And the, the women, patriarchy. Yeah. Fucking um, patriarchy. So the women are expected to be quiet. No um, way. The women just have to, like, kind of stand there and, like, kind of pray silently. Mm-hmm. The men, like, make all this commotion. They're <laughs> praying super loud. They're, like, you know, doing their thing. They're all, like, kind of not celebrating. But Are they're they kind of, like, being bros at the wall? Is that, like, kind of what's happening? That's kind of <laughs> tight. <laughs> That's kind of tight. I guess you could sick. say that, yeah. Um Oh, so, that's so funny. <laughs> so that was like, yeah, that was like the patriarchy in action. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I felt, I did feel like a connection to it. Right, but yeah. also as a woman, I think I can see how, because I heard a lot of guys on my trip who were saying like they felt this overwhelming like 
you know, yeah. connection to the wall. Like, they were like, wow, this was such an amazing religious experience. And, you know, I didn't, a lot of, like, me and my girlfriends who were on the trip didn't really have the same <laughs> reaction. That's so I think that might have been, that might have played a part in why. Well, just, because not even that it's not incredible, but it's like... Just seeing that you got the short end of the stick, it's like... Right, we're like, um, okay. What the, what the hell is this all so, about? yeah. Um, it's like, all right, just whatever. <laughs> yeah, that was literally... Like, I was I like, wish I our guess side, I'll just... I wish our side would grow a little bit. <laughs> just fucking know, put that in there. That, yeah. yeah, that's funny. That's super funny. Yeah. It's just like something you wouldn't expect. It's kind of like if you meet a celebrity and they're short. Like, yeah. you know, a lot of celebrities are like really short. Yeah. Like famous well, people on TV. Because I feel like TV. you expect people... In your mind, you're like, oh, this famous person's like, like so Tom Cruise is six and two, and like, like, but he's actually larger like than five, life, five. and they're just like an average, like me or you. Like, yeah, like uh, I know it might be triggering, but like I, I love Joe Rogan, right? Mm. And uh, he's about like this big, like really, he's like probably like five six. Oh wow, which is like, like the fact that if I met Joe Rogan, like you'd be face to face. I'd be six inches taller than this brother. I'd be a head over him. If I gave him a hug, his head Not would be even in my face chest. To face. I'd be like this. Like I'd be holding him like this. You know how He's gross like little, that is? Yeah, yeah. Like in an NBA play, I'm a big basketball fan. Mm. So it's the opposite. So like right. even though I know they're tall, like I know they're tall. I know they're tall. Mm-hmm. If 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 someone asks you like, our NBA player, you'd be like, they're tall. Mm-hmm. But then when you see one, it's like that's an NBA player. Yeah, <laughs> they are yeah. huge. Like seven foot five or whatever. There's a there's a rookie right now. Who's seven foot four. How is that even a real height? It doesn't sound real. <laughs> that's two feet taller than me. Are you are you five four? I'm five, five three. Five, so five three. Two feet and one inch taller than me. This guy is so tall. He makes Shaq look small. Like <laughs> that extra five inches like matters. Like Shaq's like seven feet, probably six eleven now because he's older. Oh, he's short. He's short, short as hell. <laughs> but like then you see Shaq, you're like, oh my god, this guy. He like how, how tall am I compared to this ceiling? Like the tall kid like wouldn't fit in here. Like yeah. the tallest person wouldn't fit in here. Yeah. Which like. Just looking, like, imagine he's standing right here. Right. That's disgusting. It's kind of scary. But some of these, it's just, like, that thing of, like, I guess you build something up in your mind. Right. To be a certain way. Mm-hmm. Or maybe even something exceeds your expectations. Like, you think of something one way. Mm-hmm. And then you see it, or you try it, or you're there, and you're like, this isn't exactly what I had in mind. And I think like on a trip like that, where you're doing so much, it's like, just that probably like information overload. Like yeah. this is probably ha- that was probably happening to you the entire trip. You're just oh my like, God. we learned. Yeah, it was a lot of information. Um, you learned some lot. pretty cool stuff. Yeah, no, it what was, was very important things? information, obviously. But um, ooh, what else did I learn? <laughs> See, now I'm gonna blank and be like, I that didn't learn sense. anything. But then, um, like later, you'll be like, oh, I'll think of every this, single this, thing this. we did every single. Of course, day. of course. Um. We just learned a lot about the history. Mm-hmm. So we would go to like, um, like we went to a cemetery, um, a really famous cemetery, and that was when the IDF soldiers were with us. Um, so we learned about the the history of the IDF and you know the implications and what goes into um, the military there. And then we had a whole discussion about the. Israeli Defense Force versus our military right. in the U.S. So we had a lot of those like type of activities where we'd learn about something and then discuss, 
you know, either what we learned or discuss how it relates to our life back home. What was the uh, discussion around that? So we talked a lot about, you know, the, the IDF and how you have to enlist. Um, but we also talked about how, well, I guess we more so learned about from the soldiers um, how it's an honor to enlist. Like, I mean, you were saying that a lot of people. Of course. Obviously, a lot of people probably are like, I don't want to be forced to fight yeah. in, you know, a war. But um, I think overall the... Um, the sentiment is that it's an honor to fight for your country. Of course. And I, I also think going back to the history of Israel and Jewish people, um, a lot of the time Jewish people feel like all they have is the defense because they've been persecuted throughout history. Mm. So, you know, building up your military or um, having a really strong defense, like defensive force is an honor because you can fight for your people and fight for, you know, what, what's rightfully Jewish people's. See, that, that makes the, that you makes know. the, the retaliations make sense to me in some capacity. I think yeah. there's part of it. I mean, I'm still not of the thought that things should, I, I just, civilian lives never play in never, my mind. No. Um, just like, I, and I think most people feel that way, but like, I know it's more nuanced than that. Like, mm-hmm. I know that. But um, I feel like it would take some very specific circumstances for me to even, like, give way for nuance in those scenarios. Because I'm like, right. all right, well, like, in the end, the fact is still the fact that these people just died for no reason. And, like, why are children dying? Why are children dying? That's, that's the biggest why thing. Why are children yeah. dying? And I think I had this argument. I'm not going to say with who. But I had an argument with someone. They were like, well, because the way Malik phrased it was... And the way I then phrase it, which I'm going to clean up that phrase, and I think I would have had him clean it up if I could have. He said, they're dropping bombs now as retaliation indiscriminately, which I think is a tough word to use. Indiscriminate would mean, all right, just whatever. Like, well, I don't care. Like, just mm-hmm. throw stuff. Obviously, they they're, they want to wipe out Hamas. So they're going to try to get Hamas, where they think the people in Hamas are, like, densely populating in this, in Gaza or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so indiscriminate is kind of a bad word but when the place is as small as manhattan like it's a small guys is really small mm-hmm. so it's like any bomb is indiscriminate in a way because it's like you're just you can't avoid right it's so dense it's, you right. can't avoid like the civilians mm-hmm. so that's more but i had an argument with my with like um some people about this just saying like and then they got mad at me for using that word. They're like, you can't say, like, it's indiscriminate. Like, obviously, like, didn't, like we don't want people to die. But, like, you know, they came and killed these people. So what do you expect? Mm-hmm. And I feel like because people like to pick a side or people have a side, whether that means, like, you're very empathetic towards, like, the Palestinian people and you're like, oh, well, maybe they feel persecuted. That's why they attacked. Like, it wasn't okay. Attack was never okay. And then it's like, oh, well, the Israeli people are on the defense. There's like a traumatic, there's trauma involved mm-hmm. in the response. It's like, all right, well, this hasn't happened since the Holocaust. You hear Holocaust, like you're mine. It's like, we have to hit back. And then, but it's not justified. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, um, it's an interesting part of this, of this specifically. Because so yeah. many Israeli lives were lost, like children, yeah. you know. And that does bother, that, that's what bothers me. Because I don't have any tie to it. It's just, um, but then that is, I'm realizing that's where my bias comes in because I have none. So all I see is just 
the situation as it is and it's mm-hmm. kind of like empty it's like i'm not seeing the other perspectives yeah interesting that's true um yeah i definitely think that there's obviously i don't want to speak on you know a palestinian perspective because i don't have that same perspective but right. you know just when i listen to malik's you know malik speak on your podcast um it does seem like there's a lot of like historical trauma. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of historical trauma involved. Um, yeah, because this I guess more recently so, for them than it yeah, was that you know, this conflict is so complex, and you know, it's been going on since Israel became a state. Yeah, um, and even before that, you know, it's been and then going before on that, for, yeah, it's <laughs> Sorry, been going on it's for the, it's like the oldest for, thing. Yeah, exactly for a very long time. Um, I mean, I agree with you, obviously, that innocent civilians shouldn't die yeah, on and, either side. And everyone does. Yeah, I'm, I was going to say that. Like, I don't, is, I don't think but, anyone disagrees with which that. Which is funny, though, because, like, then why, then where does, like, and th- for this specific part, like, yeah. stage of the conflict, like, why, yeah. there's so much back and forth between the two sides that I feel like because no one wants to boil it down to, like, the basic issue that people died, and, like, people are going to continue to die and people are being held hostage. Like, the mm-hmm. basic principles of the problem aren't being addressed. I think it's, like, everyone wants to then make it, like, uh, whose land is it? Like, right. <laughs> it's just natural. Right. No, that's a really good point, actually. Like, the basic human principles are not, like, being addressed. established. Right. Um, yeah, I wish I had a good explanation for this. Me too. I don't think I do. Mm. Um, I can, I can sort of give some of my insight on what I think it is, but I also want to like acknowledge again that I am not an expert and if I sound dumb, I'm sorry. Yeah, we, Um, I I like to say pretty frequently, (laughs) I'm stupid, stupid we're stupid, everyone's stupid because no one can possibly know. Right. It's so much big, that's the thing, it's so much bigger than any of us. But it is interesting to hear like a thought. Like if you have a thought, I like to hear the thought. So obviously this whole conflict just boils down to land and religion, Mm -hmm. which is what most conflicts around the world consists of. Um, And I think that part of, like, when, you know, when Hamas attacked Mm -hmm. Israel, and then when Israel's retaliating and attacking Gaza, um, I think that using, I think innocent civilians' lives are sort of used as like, not a crutch, but sort of as a way to be like, this is what we're doing now. Like it's sort of like. An excuse almost. Not an excuse, but like. So, like, there's 200, 250 Israelis being held hostage right now. Right. I think that, using that as an example, that's sort of just a way to be, like, this is the extreme we can go to because we're willing to fight for this land, like, no mm. matter what. Mm. Does that make sense? I think it does. It's, like, it's it, it's trying it's to... It's, like, this, this... It's just showing the extremes that both sides can go to because they're that willing to fight for their their occupation in the land right. and you know they think that it's rightfully their land um to the point where 
these things that are like basic principles are like not seen as like as important as like well it's like even like I'll, I'll hold a hostage like we'll we'll do this attack because this is how almost using it as like a measuring stick kind of is that is that kind of I'm yeah, not, I wanna, like, no sort of because you're doing a good job of like first i'd like to say actually in terms of in general the whole time you do a good job of um you don't you, like, you, you wait before you speak which is easily the thing i suck at it's my, my, <laughs> my worst quality as a person probably is my inability to stop think speak so you're doing a good job of using good wordsmanship, good craftsmanship. Thank you. I'm trying. And creating I'm, your sentences. I'm so scared of sounding stupid. Like I, that's my biggest fear. Yeah, I don't, I don't care at all about sounding <laughs> stupid. So I guess we're meshing probably decently well. But um, is there like a, a way that you want to like expand on that thought? Or is there like, did I kind, was I kind of close? No, that's, that's pretty much what I, I – I think I'm just trying to say like both sides are willing to – as we can see, go to extremes to right. fight for the land. Right, right, right. And um, because of just how how old this this goes back, it's like it's literally since like the beginning of time. But I asked, yeah. I talked to Malik about this too, um, and you'll have a cool perspective on it because you were just there. Uh-huh. But like this land is so like like it's the like as I said, it's like it's just like the center of the world. For like religion, mm-hmm. it is everything. Like mm-hmm. there's so many things that happened here, and it's or there it is every major religions mm-hmm. like top five like holy sites. Like at least two of them reside there for air, all the major religions. Like, mm-hmm. did you feel that at all? Being like in in Israel, did you do you feel like this whole like is it religious? around you is the air different around religion there like what's obviously you're doing activities all day so it feels a little different in that sense yeah. but just even just walking around like doing like getting lunch whatever like, do you just feel like different um definitely in jerusalem for sure totally jerusalem is that's you know, like, that's that's the place that's, that's the, place. the holy place um and we were actually in jerusalem for so it's called shabbat i don't know if you've ever heard of that shabbat I have, but I have. Like, <laughs> I can explain it. Yep. Um, I need. I need so Shabbat is like the day of rest in the Jewish religion. Um, oh. It's once a week, so it's on Saturdays. Oh, okay. So is it kind of like? So is it like how like Christian people view Sundays? Yes, pretty much. Cool. Um, so everything's closed on Shabbat in Jerusalem. Um, I don't know about the whole country, but when we were in Jerusalem. Uh, stores are closed. Public transportation isn't running. Um, really? You're expected to literally lay in bed all day, pretty much. That's heat. Like, you don't do anything. So, when but I was you saying guys to had you a earlier schedule, that, I assume. Yeah, when I was saying to you <laughs> earlier that we were, like, had a crazy schedule, Shabbat was the one day that was, I mean, it was still jam-packed because we did activities in the hotel all day. Mm. Um, like, we didn't just lay around all day, but um, we didn't, we barely went out. Um that's when we had the, the lecturer come in and talk about this whole conflict. Um, that's when we had the debate with the questions about yeah. the Holocaust and whatever else. Um, so, yeah, we did a lot of, like, bonding activities. Um, but that was a relaxing day. But everyone's doing that. But everyone's doing it. That's so funny. So, you know, we, at sundown, so at sundown on Saturdays, you, you have the Shabbat, like, ceremony, per se. Um and we went to the Western Wall 
for the second time um, on that trip on Shabbat, which was really cool. That is cool. Because it was like, that's when it's like the most religious. So like, that's when it's at the height of its... It's at its, the peak of its power. At powers. the peak of its power, <laughs> exactly. That's cool. So we went to the Western Wall at sundown. Um, and it was a really cool experience. Um, so yeah, being in Jerusalem for sure was definitely where you could feel the religion really just everywhere right especially on that saturday that we were in jerusalem um, yeah it was a very religious day and like things so. were like shut down because like even like here like a lot of things like on sundays aren't open whatever but yeah. i feel like we've moved away from that being like a religious thing it's kind of just like everyone's just like yeah i just want to can chill. we all just chill yeah <laughs> we, exactly. we need a day to chill it's yeah. almost like chill day right um, and then some <laughs> places are open like you know chinese restaurants are closed on mondays and not like some of them are closed on mondays not mm-hmm. sundays because like mm-hmm. that's there so it really is like here because it's like there's just so many different people now like it's not like a, I mean i assume it's still mainly christian throughout most of the u.s but like there's just so many different people especially in like these like uh, i guess more democratic states that like no one cares that it's like god's day it's mm-hmm. like the holy day on sunday no one's thinking yeah the about sentiments kind of change it's more just like it. we're closed yeah, <laughs> like, listen right. i know you want pizza well, people close early like, yeah everyone closed like all stores close early on sundays i feel like then but like there it was definitely like it's religious like it's that's uh, that's like the underlying right. um it's not like just like here where it's like all right we're chilling like it's not, it's not open damn it's not like that like here it's uh, there it's like like it's a conscious all, thing right right um right, right. yeah because like on on saturday um was it shabbat we, you said? shabbat yeah so we were walking so we had to walk um what did we do we either walked there or walked home from the western wall mm-hmm. we walked home how far is what? it walking it was like a mile and a half or two miles because there was no bus. <laughs> Our bus. So oh, right. So you had, had to have walked there. We had a bus the whole trip. Um, Did you walk there too then? See, I can't remember now. You I know we have. walked home because I remember I got glass in my foot. No. Sorry, I got glass stuck in my foot. How? Because I took my shoes off because they were so uncomfortable. Oh, really? And Damn. Um, my, my cousin was like, don't do it. Like, you're going to get, you're going to hurt yourself. I was like, no, I can't wear these shoes. They were that um, bad. And then I got glass in my foot, so. Fuck. But, yeah, that was the way home. The way there, we... What did we do? I think we, like, walked somewhere else, stopped, and then continued. Yeah. We walked halfway and then, like, stopped and, like, did our ceremony and then walked the rest of the way. That's so fun. So is everyone... Is there... The people that are out there are walking? Like, the people that are out on Saturday? Yeah. So when we were walking there... Um, we just like looking around, like everything was closed. We we're like, wow, this is crazy. Like, <laughs> like everything, every, all the stores, like you, you really couldn't do much, but that's there. I wonder if like essential workers are considered a little different, like there, you yeah. know, like, there's probably still some things that need to be like, maybe like some server rooms, like something like for Wi-Fi. but like, yeah. how about like grocery stores? They open? I can't even remember. I... Like, what if they're not? That'd be crazy. Yeah. I, I don't think they were. Like, if public transit isn't open, like, yeah. that's pretty like our crazy. Bus, our personal bus driver, we had the same bus driver the whole trip. It was just one, yeah. Same bus, same bus driver, yeah. And he couldn't, and he didn't. On Saturday, 
That like, is nope, so funny. I'm not driving you around. Like, you guys can walk two miles to the wall. That's so <laughs> funny. it's the day of rest. It's the day of rest. If yeah. you're not resting, I mean, I might have to just start adopting that, you know, yeah. thought process. Because yeah. then I'd get Saturdays and Sundays off, basically, yeah. for, like, life. I'd just probably just chill. Which is kind of the way it should be. It is the way but, it should be. Like, yeah. you know, you work your five days, and then, and then you, you do chill. absolutely nothing. Right. The value of nothing is... uh. Something that you probably, you know, you forget about until you're busy all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, your, like your trip. Like, doing nothing is so much fun mm-hmm. and so important that, like, when you have a jam-packed schedule like that, you're just like, uh, this is great. Yeah. But I need to get home mm-hmm. and lay down. Did you, like, have, like, a recovery day or did you get, like, straight back into, like, life? Like, um, yeah. I... Well, I slept, like, the whole flight home because I was just so exhausted. How long was the flight? 11 hours. Jesus. It was a, and it was a direct flight. Well, we actually, um, so my friend and I, the one who I went with, the one who's from Hebrew school, um, she's from Wakefield, so we're both from this area. Um, mm-hmm. We took the train to New York to fly out to yep. Israel because you have to fly out with the same people that you're on the trip with from the same airport. So we wanted to go with my cousin from Brooklyn, so we had to fly out from New York. Why is that? Was that was sort of Just a small detail. Because? Because um, they pay for your flight there and home. Oh, right, so right, you right, have right, to right. all right. be in the same airport. Makes sense. Um, so like, this is like a plane. It's like a, you have to like find people to like... You can go alone. There were people on my trip that went alone. Interesting. Which I'm glad I didn't because most people do go with like a friend or two. Um, we had a friend group of like nine people that were on our trip. How together. many people were there? Forty ish. Whoa! So those like open dialogues probably got pretty fun. Yeah, they were. They were really interesting. Cause like you're getting. There's an array of opinions. Yes, very. Yeah. And like you know, there's definitely people in there that are down to talk about it. You know, mm-hmm. real down. Like, yeah. How engaged were you in those things? Like, you know, were you willing to, were you like, all right, let's do it. Like, I'm here. Like, I felt super engaged. Nice. Um, I love, like, an open-ended conversation. Like, that's just, you know, like we're doing right now. Isn't it the best? Um, Telling me. But because, you know, like I said to you earlier, we were the older group. We were 22 to 26-year-olds. Um, we definitely were more mature in that sense. Everyone on the trip was, you know, you could tell they were there for the right reasons. Um not everyone was necessarily like super religious, but they were just open to having those types of conversations. Right. Um, whereas the eighteen to twenty-one year old group, you know, we we heard some things about them that they were not mm. acting in the same way. Um, I think our age definitely played a factor in just how involved everyone was in yeah. in the activities and the conversations and stuff, um, which was really enjoyable. It definitely made the quality of the trip better. Yeah, I mean, you gotta, if you're gonna do it, you know, yeah, fall into it. Yeah, why not go all in? Yeah, yeah. You're not gonna enjoy it as much if you don't. If you're just kind of like, you know, I just, I just know me with, like, my relationship with religion's been super, not like rocky, it's just like, I just don't have a deep connection in any sense to, like, the religion that, because of, because of that lack of deep connection, just feels, like, thrust upon me. It's like, all right, well, this is what you were. This yeah. is what you were born. So, whereas, like, I don't know, like, do you feel differently having had grow up, like, it's kind of just you that you know that's 
So I never thought of myself as super religious either growing up mm-hmm. um, in the sense that like I wasn't a huge like believer in God necessarily. Um, I, you know, all the teachings that we learned in Hebrew school, I didn't always connect with that in the religious sense. Mm-hmm. But I think for me being Jewish is just a lot more about community totally um so what was your question oh my just god like, oh my. I, I you, you like, like i know you were kind of like answering it's like your sense of oh did i feel like i yeah. was forced to grow up more religious yeah or like um, or in any sense like did you uh, oppositely too did you feel like you kind of like yeah like do you um, feel like you belong in your religion i guess is an interesting way to put it i in. do um so i should have said this way earlier in the podcast but my dad's catholic and my mom is jewish yeah. so i actually do have catholic family yeah. Um, I think I knew that. They're not, like, super Catholic. They're not, like, religious Catholic, but traditionally, like, you know, celebrate Christmas and Easter and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, But I never went to church growing up. Like, that wasn't my religion. Like, being Jewish was my religion. That's so funny. Why? And also in the Jewish – well, in the Jewish religion, if your mom is Jewish, you're technically fully Jewish. Um, Really? Yeah. learning so much today. So – and then also, like, the Jewish – Catholic combination of parents is really common, which I learned on Birthright, actually. Is it really? Jewish mom, Catholic dad is, like, such a common, that's such a like, common thing. That's, like, classic, huh? <laughs> I did not classic. know that. Um, so, yeah, I definitely feel like Jew- I'm Jewish. Like, yeah. I, I've always defined myself as Jewish. Um, we were raised Jewish. I think my parents probably decided that before we were born, like, you know, just discussed, like, that's super hey, fun. what do you want to raise the kids? And Jewish, it was. Your pops, um, your pops are kind of like whatever, like your dad. He's just like, he's not like a religious Catholic, so I don't yeah. think he cares. No one is though. I'm not, like, not no yeah. one. There's plenty of people that are super into it, but like, yeah. I feel like nowadays it's definitely shifting. I think generational. Like, yeah. Generationally. You think like religion in general, or like the like Catholic um, Christian religion specifically. I don't know if I can speak for all religions. That's true. That's, um, uh, yeah, I don't know why I'm making you the spokesperson no, it's of okay. religion no, in America. It's, <laughs> it's, like, um, <laughs> it's like, what are you, it's like you being the expert on all religions. <laughs> like, what do you think? Um, I mean, with my family specifically, they have sort of moved away from religion in the past 20, 30 years for some reasons. Um, my grandmother yeah. is still Catholic. She goes to church every Sunday, mm. but none of my dad or his siblings go. So. How about your grandparents on your mom's side? Jewish. Do they go to, like... So, my, my mom's dad died, like, 10 years ago. Mm. My uh, grandmother, she's she's in an assisted living home, so mm. she kind of just, like, does that. She yeah. doesn't really have, like, a religious... Um, but my mom and her siblings were raised Jewish, Um but my mom never had a bat mitzvah because really? back in the day, it was not as common for girls to have bat mitzvahs. So only guys, not girls, only. Girls are getting the shaft. Um, <laughs> That's the tea. <laughs> yeah. So I shouldn't say only, but it was common. definitely more um, more common for guys to have a bar mitzvah yeah. than like their sister, for example. So my uncle had a bar mitzvah, but my aunt and my mom didn't. So for the girl, is it... Um, it's bot. Bot. And then guy's bar. Bar. And then if you're twins, what? it's b'nai. So if it's a girl and a guy having a bot mitzvah, having a b'nai mitzvah together, that's Wait, what it's called. Wait, there's a b'nai mitzvah? That's the thing? That's what it's called, yeah. Wow. I've never heard that in my life. Person. 
That, so, like, it, more than one person, like, does that just mean that they're, like, do they have to be twins for that no, to be true? No, or no, can no. they just be, like, celebrating? I don't know why I said twins. That was the first thing that popped in my it head. It makes sense. But, um, it makes sense. Yeah, Benet They're just celebrating is, together. Yeah, Benet is a uh, neutral gender, I guess you could say. Interesting. Um, why bot and bar? Is that just like language, like bot and bar? I think it's just, it's just a, like I think it's a Hebrew, Hebrew thing. thing. I think so. I did not know that. Actually. Yeah. I think I had like heard that, like because I because yeah. it's like everyone, one of those things. Everyone always mixes it up. Like you kind of such... like hear it your life. You're like, all right, I hear bot mitzvah. I hear bar yeah. mitzvah. Yeah. You don't like, know which one is which. I'm like, I don't know yeah. what the difference is. I thought maybe one was like a certain age. <laughs> I thought everyone had both. I'm like, yeah. no, no. Turns out, yeah. it's just like if they did if they said like his birthday and her birthday or something like that. Right. Like, yeah. You know, isn't her. Um, so, okay. So you I had feel a like I've gone on like eight tangents That's okay. since we started talking. That's what this um, shows. Yeah. Um, so, okay. Growing up Jewish, yeah, I always knew I was Jewish. Um, yes, 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 yes. My mom, I remember, asked me when I was, I think I was in first grade or kindergarten. She's like, do you want to go to Hebrew school? I was like, yeah. <laughs> so I like, I don't know why that's a vivid memory, but you were in I think that. I like made that decision on my own to go to Hebrew school. Like That's no cool. one forced me. Like I didn't, I wasn't kicking and screaming, crying, being dragged into the temple every Sunday. Um, I like chose to go. That's so cool. So I started going when I was in first grade um, and my classmates and I were super close. We were like, we no. were such a crew. Like That's it was so cool. fun. Um, like all the way through seventh grade, like you felt that yeah, way? Yeah, all the way until our bar oh. moments was, um, yeah, we were super close. It was awesome. Um, so how old is, are you for your um, bat mitzvah? 13. Thirteen. So you're so you're thirteen. You're like a you're an adult in the eyes of the temple. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Our um, our uh, our CCD classes were mm-hmm. not that like not that fun. I yeah. wish I was that tight with my CCD. Well, I wouldn't group. say that the class itself was super fun. Like even the connection. But like our our group was really close which made it fun that's um, cool that's nice yeah i guess because you get in there young is it like the same people yeah we had the same class that's cool uh, we had like maybe one or two people like kind of turn over leave mm-hmm. come in whatever um but for the most part how many were there only seven of us wow so it was so small a real so that's tight. why we were super close yeah it probably makes it better um, too it made it so much better yeah um yeah, it was like so many of us. It was like two classes of like twenty five kids. Right. And just yeah. Like... And then I have you know obviously like like I said earlier, uh, we have a really small temple. Um, yeah. And then I have you know people that I've met who are like, oh, my Hebrew school class was like fifty kids. I'm like, yeah, mine what was seven. Hell? So. Was that like on the trip you were meeting people yeah. that had like these huge classes? People from more like you know, um, Jewish areas. Yeah, of yeah, yeah. The country. Um, yeah. Or even people that just have, like, two Jewish parents, too, and just, like, yeah, we, have a more, like, their life is very Jewish. Like, yeah, you know? we did talk about that, actually. Like, that's different, too. Um, we had that conversation. And I also met a girl who, similar to me, had a Jewish mom, Catholic dad, mm-hmm. but she would actually have Catholic, like, religious, like, she would go to church with her dad. Interesting. And so she, Y'all she really Christmas? was... Yeah. Yeah. Everyone took Christmas though. Do, yeah. Christmas is too fun. It's just it's it not is, again. I think something's <laughs> happening or happened where like the religion is just being white because it became I think so... the traditions are definitely like staying intact. Yes. But the religious 
um, I keep saying the word sentiment because I can't think of another word. It's a good word, though. The religious sentiment around it. Um, it does seem like things like, are changing. Yeah, when I think of Christmas, like, one of the last things I think about is Jesus. Like, I, like I'm like i just not thinking about that. Like, I know. I'm thinking about Santa. You're like, thinking about presents. Presents, ham, the Christmas tree, freaking right, ham, eggnog. Right. Okay. I already got eggnog. The whole nine years. I already got eggnog. Oh, I love eggnog. It's not even November. It's so good. And I'm already busting down the eggnog. Yeah. So I got the eggnog. I got, like, I just don't think at all yeah. of, like, well, when you know. I used to tell people growing up that I celebrated Christmas and Hanukkah, they were like, oh my god, you're so lucky. Like, you get double the presents. Hanukkah sounds dope, though. Hanukkah's fun. Um, I didn't get double the presents, just an FYI. No, what? No, because my parents were like, yeah, it has, well. to be, has to be equal. It has to, like, make sense. Also, so do you they, get, like, some for each? Well, now that we're older, we definitely get, like, a few big presents. Mm. When I was a kid, um... We would get a present, like, every other night, I'd say. So there's eight nights. Yeah. So we wouldn't get eight presents. That's a lot. Um, we would get, like, one every other night. And then when we started getting older, it would be, like, three nights Three nights of Hanukkah, we get a present. And then two nights. And now it's kind of like, okay, you get one big present for Hanukkah. Mm-hmm. That's. But it's, like, Hanukkah sounds like a lot of pressure. Imagine. Now think of it like this. Like, think about, you know. Like your parents, like if it's their birthday, mm-hmm. you gotta get them a gift, you know. And you're and like, what's the first question yet? What am I gonna get them? Right. Now I'm actually gonna do of that eight things. Eight times. Yeah. That. That's why it's easier when the kids are like five, six years old, because it's like toys. So here's a toy hammer. It's right. like, ah, oh, here's, here's a toy a, screwdriver. Here's a Polly Pocket and here's, a Barbie. Like, it's like, you know. come on, you wanna, you wanna. Here's a, here's a little game. Yeah. Here's another game. Here's right. a board game. Yeah, I mean, little kids would be... That, I'm, like, so pumped for, like, a Christmas with, like, my household when I get older with, like, all like, the, like, the little kids. Like, my dad does Christmas so good. Mm-hmm. Like, when we were... Like, he does, like, you know, the whole, like, Santa eating the cookie thing. Like, he'll leave, like... He used to leave, like, a little note from Santa behind yeah, and yeah. shit like that. Oh, and then, like, like, tracks in the house, whatever. We'd, like, leave food for, like, the reindeers yeah. or whatever. Ah, Christmas was so dope. I think another thing, too, I just thought of this. Um, Another thing, like, growing up Jewish, but, like, also celebrating Christmas, I stopped believing in Santa really young. Oh, right. I don't know if that was just, like, me being ahead of the game, or if (laughs) it was just me, like, being Jewish and being, like, this is not a real person. Yeah, yeah, it took me a little bit. I just thought of that, but... No, that's true. Like, how old? I was, like, six or seven. Whoa. Were you you one of the kids that spoiled it for the rest of us? No, no. I told nice. once I found out. You told everyone. Oh, f- everyone knew. I was no, like, guys, what? No. What the fuck? Like, what? You believe that you make shit? People cry. I'm like, you think that big fat guy is running down millions of chimneys? Right. Think about it. Right. I, it's funny because I found out the day prior, I cried, but then I go in school. I'm like, think about it. Like, You're like, like you didn't know this. How do you not? It's like, wait. <laughs> ew! That, you thought yeah, that he was. Ew, right. That's kind of. It's kind of an ick. Like, <laughs> you thought Santa was real? Ew! Oh that's yucky. God. But um. Yeah, I had one more question for you. Yeah, we got my... super off track talking about I know, Santa. <laughs> I know. It's okay. No, that, that was fun. Hmm. What did I... I had a, like an interesting question, uh, and I completely lost it. Hmm. I was too busy making a joke. Yeah. And right. not even that great of a joke. No, it was great. It, it was great. just a Santa. And like, it was good. Santa's not a real joke. <laughs> so it was just like, you know, classic. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't remember. But anyway, I guess... So... Oh, wow. How long do you think we've been going for? An hour. Hour 20. 
Whoa. Whoa, man. Isn't it See, crazy? See, whenever I was listening to your other podcast episodes, I'm like, how do they talk for an hour and a half straight? And I'm like, oh. It's so easy. Now I see. Yeah, I honestly, oh I need to stop. I need to start getting good at, like, stopping them around, like, 45 to an hour. Yeah. Because then, like, after I do a little bit of chop-chop, if I do, if I do any, I sometimes like to keep things as they are. Like, um, but if I do a little bit of chop-chop, it'll end up being, like, 35 to 45 minutes. I think that's much more digestible mm. than, like, you know, whatever the fuck I'm putting out right now. Like, yeah. Hour and a half is a lot to ask out of. But people. I kind of like it because then you can split it up, like the right. like the one with Mo, uh, Malik. Yeah, I, you could. I listened to it in like two parts. Yeah, which was which was cool. Yeah, I did, and that's a good. That's kind of like been a fringe benefit. So I I actually was forced to split them in half mm. because the files just weren't uploading in full uh, anymore yeah. because of the new thing I use, whatever. And uh, so yeah, like people have said that to me though. You're not the only one. People are like. It's kind of good because then that one ends and I can just, like, stop. And if I want to come back to the next one, I can or whatever. Yeah. Uh, makes it seem more, like, palatable. But it would be nice to get down to 45. But, yeah, so it's been an hour 20. Um, covered a lot of things. Covered, And I feel like I – oh, I got it. Okay. Well, I got <laughs> it. I got okay, it. Okay, ask before you forget again. <laughs> it's not even really, like, a question. Even. It's, like, a no, statement. It's fine. Um, Do I – so, I mean, how often are you really, like, talking about, like, your, like – religion in general or like your like upbringing and things that have to do with you being jewish like how frequently do you talk about this pretty frequently Mm -hmm. um i think definitely more frequently this year just like going to israel and then you know having that experience um and now everything that's going on um talking to my friends about what's going on and sort of giving them my insight um but yeah, I do think back to, like, the idea of being the only Jewish girl in my grade. Like, it's always been something that I kind of have to explain, which I don't mind. I right. kind of like it. Yeah. Um, I kind of think it's fun. I'm like, oh, it makes me unique. Like, yeah. You know, no one else has this. I'm special. I'm the only yeah, Jewish person like... alive. <laughs> <laughs> like, around only... here, you kind of, no, you know, I know. not um, that many. But I do like it. I feel like it, it makes me me. Not to be, like, corny, but... No, um, it makes me me. It's a piece yeah, of me. Yeah, no. Um, I think it is, like, definitely a conversation that comes up a lot. More so, definitely, than, like... More yeah. so than, like, if I was just Catholic. Yeah, yeah. Um, but... How well do you think your friends know, like, that aspect of you? Pretty well. Pretty well? I think... I think you know, enough that they could. Like, obviously, they weren't on that trip with me. Right. Um, they didn't grow up going to Hebrew school with me. Like, it's always – it's a part of me that is always going to be mine, but I kind of like that. It's kind of cool. It's kinda I think cool. that's important for a lot of people, like, to have their own thing, you know, just, like, to have your own experiences. And um, I, don't, I don't expect them to know everything about my Jewish identity, I guess I'll say. Um, it's not a bad thing at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, they are, they do ask questions and they, they do want to know, which that's the most you can do, I guess, as a friend is just like, you know, be there and like be supportive and like, you know, show, show your interests, like, mm-hmm. you know, so, um, in a weird way, I might know more than all of them at this point. You probably do. Good hour. <laughs> An know, hour you, and a half You talk later. for like a forced hour and a half, you know, uh, <laughs> and I might 
know a good amount yeah but um i'm sure they got a lot of pictures and fun information yeah about and the, like i posted a, i posted photos right. for like the whole world to see so that's also so everyone knows it wasn't like a secret trip that like my secret pilgrimage. no one can know what happens in israel like, <laughs> what happens in israel stays, stays in yeah israel. yeah um what happens on the birthright stays on the birthright. right yeah that's no but it, it definitely is like it's it's my special thing cool so that's really no. That's yeah. fun. I don't. Ha- I feel like this is like my special thing in a way. Yeah. So like I completely. I'm no one you. knows what it's like to be on the other end of the podcast. No, no one knows. No one. No one will ever. No know. one will ever know. No one will ever know. And no one's good. ever. No one's ever done a podcast before. It's not like there's you're the only millions of people. person in the world who has a podcast. <laughs> Again, it's the same thing with you being Jewish. It's like I'm the it's only... my special thing. Like, but it's like there's millions and millions. Right. And then me, it's like this is my special thing. There's so. There are so many. But I think that's also so cool because it helps you connect with people. Right. Like who have that same interest or experience, which is why it was so nice to go to Israel. Yeah. And be surrounded by only Jewish people because I'm like, wow, like I've never been around this many Jewish people in my yeah. life. Um, and now that's an experience I'll always have. Me, and... me, not me comparing <laughs> the podcast experience <laughs> no, with, with, okay. with the Jewish experience. It's like being Jewish is kind of like owning a podcast. It's like, in a way, in I feel way. like you could somehow, somehow, somehow I, find the connection. I feel like it made sense when I said it. Now yeah. it sounds stupid because I thought about no, it. No, no, but it, it made sense when I said you it. You were making a point, and the point. The, the point, point stands. Points for me. It stands, yeah. Awesome. Well, Abby, thank you very much for coming thank on you, today. Dan. <laughs> did you enjoy your time? I did. Nice. I'm glad you did. It was went by. It goes by quicker than people it think. It felt. It didn't even feel like it was like, being recorded. Right. Like I kind of forgot at one point. And As then, we said in the very beginning. Yeah. We were now like I'm scared that I probably said something that I don't want a lot of people to hear. <laughs> <laughs> and if you do, I can chop and do yeah. I've done it before, so I can do it yeah. again. But thank you, everyone, for watching or listening, uh, probably listening. If you uh, enjoyed, you know, like it, whatever. Subscribe. I don't know. Be, be adventurous. <laughs> you know, have fun with it. And, uh, yeah, text me. Let me know if you enjoyed. Otherwise, hope you all have a good day. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much for, for coming today. Thank have you, a- Dan. Thank you, everyone.